What up, podcast people? So I've been thinking a lot lately on on mindset, and not even mindset specifically, as much as it how it plays into hacking life in general. The most limited asset of all of our assets is time. I constantly hear people pining for more time, but it's in a way that comes from stress, and and I just don't feel it that way. I yearn for more time, but it's it's more it's more in a way that I'm I'm constantly learning and growing and I just I can't absorb enough material in the 18 hours a day that I'm awake. I can't get more time, not not in a day, not this week, or even like life in general. None of us can get more time. Uh, I do have some theories about how modern medicine is going to change what life in general means for us, but let's not get too far off the path here. Trust me, I'll get into that. It's burning a hole in my head lately. Uh, so with the fact that we, we all acknowledge there's no more time available than there is, uh, there's 24 hours in a day, uh, the only option left is to get more from our time. And that brings me back to that mindset. You can't get more hours. So what are you doing to get more out of your hours? Um, to me, a lot of that is about the people. Uh, you know, I titled this post, The Four People You Really Need. I heard a story uh, the other day. Actually, it was a video I saw. Um, I'll see if I can track it back down and link it and probably should give whoever's story it was credit. Um, but... Um, it, it definitely flipped it because I'm constantly thinking about my mindset. But what about the mindset of other people? So uh, the little boy goes, goes to his father and he asks, what is a life worth? You know, what is my life? What is it worth? The father goes to a cupboard and pulls out a stone, places it in the boy's hand, says, take this to the market. And if anyone asks you the price, you say nothing. You just hold up two fingers. So, little boy, blind faith in his father. Those of you that are parents will know how awesome this is because that's how it works. Uh, he goes to the market, and sure enough, a woman sees a stone, gushes on about how good it'll look in the garden. How much is it? The boy silently holds up two fingers, and she replies, Two dollars. I'd love it. The boy returns to his father and reports the story. As he nods, he says for him to take the rock and, uh, and go to the museum and make sure if anyone asks you the price... Say nothing. Just hold up two fingers. As he wanders through the museum, a curator walks up and just over the stone, uh, it grabs out and it's basically between their hands and he exclaims, I must have this for our new exhibit. How much do you want? And the boy, good little boy that he is, says nothing, pops up two fingers. The creator can barely contain his joy. 2000 I'll have it. But once again, the boy just runs home to his father. His surprise at the increased value is somewhat diminished when the father tells him, no, don't sell it. Take it to the precious stone shop at the edge of town. And he again repeats the instructions. If anyone asks you the price, say nothing. Just hold up two fingers. The boy has barely entered the shop when the shop owner sees a mentor with a stone in his hand. She makes no effort to contain that enthusiasm. You must be here to sell with that stone. I have only seen one other like it in all my years of selling precious stones. How much do you want for it? And the boy, once again, pops them two fingers up. And in her kindness, she says, I can't let you sell it for 200000 
The boy is taking him back. He could barely move. As he gathers his breath and his composure, he runs out of the shop and he runs home to tell his father. The people we surround ourselves with, they have a greater influence on our value than we ever account for. Some of it is they have different eyes for our own specific values. We don't mean the same thing to every person. One person or group, may, may, we may play one role in that and then another to another person or group. I, I initially thought about this as breaking it into my life anyway, breaking it into groups, into three people. And as I thought on how to like break that down and share that, I realized I had grown kind of a slash fourth people. So the first, I guess, first group are that are, it's the people that are doing more in, in any way than I am. Like in any one lane, overall, however you want to, you know, quantify it, people that are doing more. So you got to surround yourself. And, and I do this all the time. I talk like I'm talking to you, but it's, this is what I've done. Uh, I surround myself with a handful of people that are inspiring to me. You know, I have people in my life who I'm, I'm, I'm astounded by their business acumen. I have people that I'm astounded by their ability to understand the needs of other people. Um, and, you know, I, I'm surrounded by people that are inspirational and people that are educational. Um, I love the idea of mentors. Uh, one of the people... It's funny because I have people that I just love. Like I've mentioned Gary Vaynerchuk and people like that, but I have also have people that like I filter. And for me, Tim Ferriss is one of those people. And I know I've probably just upset 10 people, but uh, I filter him. There's things he says that I'm just like, man, blah, 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 blah. Check out the mushrooms. He's, he is on it with the mushrooms. Um, both the psilocybin and the uh, non-psychedelic ones. Um, but he, he wrote a book called Tribe of Mentors. I love the book for its reading style. You flip it open to a page, it's great. But I, I just generally love the idea of mentors. Uh, at one point, I had a severe drug addiction. And if there was one prevailing lesson in that process of kicking that addiction, it was that your environment really does matter. I couldn't go to the places my mind associated with doing cocaine. To this day, there are bathrooms that... I walk in and there is a flood of emotion and feeling that I don't, I don't even recognize until I'm in that physical space and I'm just like, it's overwhelming. Like, oh, my brain is trained that, oh, this is where we do drugs, you know? Um, luckily, my life doesn't have me in that position anymore. Um, but physical environment is static. And in turn, it's the least of it, you know? Um, the people in your life that you surround yourself with, those are not static. Uh, they're active influences on you. And you can't, at least I couldn't, truly grow and change until I surrounded myself with different influences. Um, you know, I decided, outside of drugs, you know, like, let's, let's go with a more reasonable change that hopefully most people want to experience. Um, I need a better hold on my financial situation. Uh, and it's taken me some time to achieve and it hasn't always been as easy. I, I can trace back, you know, my parents' influence and how they taught me to handle money and things like that or mishandle it as it were. Um, but it's gotten, I've improved it drastically and I started that process. 
by going to the person that I know uh, who's most responsible with their money. And basically I asked him how he did it and asked him to observe what I was doing. And in small steps and changes and tweaks, this drastically changed my life. Uh, you know, I was at a point where I was living under the stress of what bill am I going to pay and what am I going to try and put off to a position of being able to, uh, you know, now um, I, I thankfully am able to, you know, see good ideas and opportunities and invest into them. Um, and, and that's been a great improvement in my life because the money part doesn't really matter. But the freedom to not be worried all the time about money really matters. Um, and that's based on me just choosing out, reaching out and picking someone to model and, and having the humility to go to them and say, yo, I want your help. I like the way you do this. I like Be humble. It's extremely, extremely important in lots of aspects. But in this one, it will truly help. Plus, every single person in the world likes to know, like, don't you like hearing that you're good at something? Don't you like hearing that someone else is impressed by what you do? It, it's a super easy motivator for people to help you. And most people want to be kind. So uh, the second group is people that are on your same journey. So that first group of people is the people ahead of you, basically. Um, the second group... Uh, well, it can be important to have mentors for sure and examples on the road ahead. Uh, it's just essential to have people by your side experiencing the same. You know, no one wants to go through anything alone. As long as you are comfortable shedding those people if they ever start to pull you down. Uh, the first group, the mentors, uh, can oftentimes lead you to the second. You know, um, I'm always trying to get into better shape. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, I follow Instagram accounts and things like that. Uh, and I, of people who are in a place I want to get to. Some of them are, are at the destination. It's like, fuck, bro, I wish I walked around looking like that. And some people, they're just, they're just a little farther ahead and they're in their journey and, and I like their journey. And so um, I'll, I'll, I'll follow those things. Now, very rarely do I have direct contact with these people. Um, but I, it, it happens, but even way more than that. Um, by being interested, I kind of become part of their community and by participating in that, you end up, you know, interacting with other people that are like-minded. Now, this is on a, you know, social media platform and things like that. But the same happens in real life. Go to a gym. Work out in that gym, you know, for a month. I'm sure by the end of the month, if you made any effort at all to try and talk to a single person every day. Like every day, just have a conversation with someone. I don't want anything from them. Don't, don't try to just be kind and interact with another human being. Trust me, you'll have a network of other people trying to be on the same path as you. And uh, the dope thing is, is that that's a mutually beneficial relationship, which is always the best kind. You know, you're able to support someone, you know, you talk to those people, know them, take an interest. You know, when you see Karen there five days in a row, be like, man, Karen, you're killing it. You know, Make somebody's day and, you know, point out the truth to them because, trust me, people are much harder on themselves than the truth. Um, that, that thing about the journey, too, sometimes it comes out of nowhere. Uh, I have a small circle of friends, and amongst us, three of us have independently come to the idea of making apparel for different business ventures. Uh, the best part is like we, we all love each other. It's, none of it's competitive. We weirdly are all three doing the same thing in completely different lanes. Um, but it was all unbeknownst to each other. And now like we're able to bounce ideas off each other, throw, you know, uh, actually <laughs> in the course of writing this, it led me to, uh, to ask him questions of one of them. And uh, um, 
my, my buddy who uh, he's in charge of uh, owns Rowdy Rednecks. Um, and we started talking about kind of what he had in mind, where he's at now, and just the back and forth, back and forth creative flow. It, it's awesome because now we're peers by, our, by each other's side. Now, the real interesting aspect here is that at one point, Bill was in that first group. And in, in many ways, he still is. But he was in that first group where he was a mentor who was much farther ahead of me, who went out of his way to help me. And now, in this lane, we're peers where I'm able to try and give a little bit of that back. Now, did he ever expect that? No. And he doesn't, he doesn't expect it now. It's just a great, awesome benefit that these people who, because I chose to surround myself with good people on my journey, are all capable of giving me positivity back while I'm giving them positivity. And no one, no one did anything out of a feeling of return. And that's what makes it all so great amongst us. There's a lot of support, a lot of encouragement, a lot of good, smart ideas. Uh, also, while I'm, I'm on the topic of these two, uh, you should definitely go support uh, on Instagram. Check out Boozers Club. That's uh, B-2-O-Z-E-R-S-C-L-U-B, Boozers Club, and Rowdy Rednecks, two S's. So R-O-W-D-Y-R-E-D-N-E-C-K, SS, seriously, two S's. I hate that, but Bill already knows I hate that. <laughs> uh, but go check it out. Um, both of them, real interesting takes on, uh, on lifestyle brands um, and completely fun in completely different ways. Um, the third group of people uh, are the people following you on your journey. And it's, this step is one of the hardest and also the most gratifying. Reach back help others on your journey. Uh, now you have to be careful with this because the third group, the people a step or so behind you, those are the easy ones. But I kind of am thinking about this third group made a fourth one in my mind. And that's the people kind of in the position you started at. See, you look and you're like, man, for me, I like, I see people like, you know, they're in that, I mean, not, not, not uh, figurative probation, but literally on probation, parole, whatever. And I see that and I'm just like, man, you want to save them. You want to be like, yo, man, I know, I know it's rough right now. I know it's bad. Da, 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 da. And, and I feel like I'm at a place now where like, you know, we, we've gone through some job opportunities for people. We've gone through, um, you know, some, some life help, things like that for people in positions like that. And I feel like my position now is strong enough that I can do that. But that third group segueing to the fourth group it's super gratifying. Like it feels great. You know, I see somebody and I'm just like, oh man, you're working on your anger. Don't worry. It gets easier. Uh, something that worked for me is start by appreciating what it took to cause that other person's behavior. Taking the time to see things from the other person's perspective is real eye opening. It'll give you a power and a perspective that can easily put you in a place of understanding. Like as long as you're just like, fuck, this person w must have gone through something rough to make them where they're at. Then you're just, you go from a place of like anger to a place of empathy and you're just, uh, you're better. Um, but again, that, that great feeling for doing that, for helping someone, for get, showing them empathy is amazing. But the trap lies in knowing you are on your journey still too, always. You have to balance the power of that gratitude and the feeling of giving with the power of that person's depth in their situation. Like, are you strong enough in your position? Are you far enough on your journey to overcome that, their pull 
towards you know the position you have worked so hard to remove yourself from. Um, I'm not saying don't offer that hand up because it uh, it's amazing, but just you know take that uh that airline steward. I don't know. It's not stewardess. What is that? In-flight personnel, I don't know what the PC thing to call them is, stewardess, uh, advice. Please secure your own oxygen mask before attempting to help others. The real key is that all of these people bring something to us. And remember that a lot of what uh, some of them bring to us is the opportunity to give. The first group of mentors, they provide inspiration. And that second group of, of your peers, they provide encouragement. And that last group... Those that we see in places much like our own at one time, sometimes the place you know where we started, provide us with the most important, the opportunity to give and to feel the power of all we've learned. I do love me some me, and I hope you're loving you some you. <laughs>